Corona. Nazilmatic. Boring ass pizza. I love that shit. What goes on? Yet again, this is Bruise Beats and Eats. I am your host, Old Head Ed, and we are recording live from the Solar System Studios. And uh, I got a guest today, special guest today. They're all special, but this is a special guest today. Um, this man right here has uh, 22 years of uh, videography experience, which equals to about 43,000 hours. He's gonna correct me on all of this, but it's yeah, 43,000 hours of broadcast TV experience. <laughs> He's a cinematographer, an editor, a videographer. He is the CEO, you don't need to see ID, of Raw Productions, none other than Raul De La Cruz. Give it up for Raul. What? Yo, nice intro, nice intro. I like that. Right, the crowd? Right. You got the crowd effects? Yeah, we'll add the claps okay, later. Okay, okay, okay. It's all post. All right, cool, cool. What's good, my man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good here, you know, chilling in this solar studio. Solar studio. I like yeah. the name because it represents the Raw. Exactly. And I it's like all that. solar. I like it's that. All, yeah, it's I all like one, that. you know. Uh, recently, I saw something where it uh, said we have to remind people that... Uh, the sun doesn't rotate around us. You know, the sun sets in the uh, the west, rises in the east. It's mm. more like we revolve around the sun. So, I love um, it. I love it. Words to live by. That's um, right. So, what's good, man? What uh, what, where can we where can we talk? Uh, bro, where do we start? I don't, I don't know. Bro, we can start at the at, you know where we can start. <laughs> we can start at the beginning. But, Let's start at the but, beginning. It's, but it's not that type of podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I'm I'm reminiscing JFK spill out. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. that's where I'm going right now. Yeah, that's yeah, the true gonna... beginning of our relationship right there. But for real, uh, we but, can skip forward to that. No, everyone. definitely, because then you know we'd have to do the whole "this is your life" thing, and uh, so so let's fast forward to now. Right now, like I said. You're, uh, you're, you're, you're Raw Productions. I'm Raw Productions, man. Tell me uh, more about it. I'll tell you, man. I, I, I started my career, and I think uh, I think you remember back in the day, I worked at a, at, a, at, a, at a Spanish Lifetime channel for women. It was called Gems. That exists. Gems Television. Yeah. Yes, existed. Was, existed yeah. way back, way yeah. back. We're talking about 97. I was 21 years old. And uh, yeah, my career started there, man. I mean, first of all, we 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 go way back. We we went back to middle school. Middle school. Yeah, yeah. And we we met each other there. And in high school, <laughs> we we both took on a TV production class. Yeah. Which was the beginning eye opener for me for what I wanted to do. I didn't know how I was gonna land into it. Yeah. But that was a big, big big moment of my like oh i love to do this there was an awakening you could yeah, say yeah i was like i automatically got caught on to it and this is when the video toaster was out back in the day wow, remember that yeah with the, with the blind girl with the yeah. girl with the blinds coming down yeah the silhouette the with silhouette. The yes yes it would like it would it would flip uh images to the side or just yeah it was all of, like chroma key effects it was yeah. so so 90s man y'all y'all google chroma key effect and and, <laughs> and video toaster on your own time and, yeah, and yeah, it'll, yeah it'll bring you a little up to speed but It'll, it'll re you'll relate if you see that. But yeah, I mean, I started way back then. Um, and, you know, I was, what was I? Um, 
I was driving a forklift, dude. I was like 20 years old driving a forklift at ABC Distributing. Uh, in uh, North Miami. In North Miami, Yeah, man. yeah. yeah it I was lasted a- three days. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting styrofoam peanuts inside of a box for like three days. But That's not- right. Yeah, dude. That, 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 that was... That's what was at, and I'm like, what do I want to do with my life, man? I don't want to be riding a forklift on my, you know, yeah. my life. And my um, my aunt and my my cousin were working at a Gems TV in the traffic department. They're like, hey, look, this 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 thing opened up where you could come in and you know and do uh, you know mail and stock and all that stuff that I was kind of kind of doing at the place, but mm-hmm. in a cleaner environment. But it was a TV studio. It was a TV uh, network. Yeah. So I just my eyes opened up. I'm like, oh, this is a great opportunity. I should just go in, and you know, do whatever it is, and you know, work my way up. And that's pretty much what I did. To make a long story short, I started working there as a, as a stock boy slash mail clerk. Six months into that, um, I, I was working with the marketing department, and they I was doing a bunch of Photoshop stuff. That's when Photoshop 4.0 was out. Wow. <laughs> wow. So this is yeah, this is back in the day. So. Um, I started doing stuff with them. I'd punch out at five o'clock, and I just stayed there for an hour or two in the in the editing rooms, just absorbing all the information that I was taking in. Now, now you brought up Photoshop. Now, yeah. I mean, I, I, just to add some context, <clears throat> Photoshop back then, as opposed oh, as opposed to you putting a filter on a Snapchat, like a it was, oh, what have oh, you, man. Or, or like you know nowadays it's like haters they're gonna say it's Photoshop. No, no. This, Give us a little context. Oh, oh, just, just, just you know, it took 22 diskettes to, <laughs> to install, okay? 22, three and a half diskettes, okay, to install Photoshop 4.0 on my Before computer. Before you got anything done. Yeah. <laughs> Before you yeah, and, done. and to apply filters and all that stuff, you're talking about computers back in the day weren't as powerful, so, nah. you know, you had to sit there and wait for, for an effect to go through. It was, it was, yeah, it was prehistoric, man. <laughs> Big <laughs> to say time. The least. But yeah. yeah, I mean, just, just to take it from there, I became in six to, it's from six months to a year, they made me the webmaster because they saw my potential in learning. Okay. And, um, and I was just still following that whole, you know, um, how to film, how to record, how to edit. And these guys, this is like digibeta here at times. Uh, if you guys don't know about this, this is like tape to tape. So. Mm. You know, um, they, you would edit one thing from one tape to the other, and then the control, the control deck would do it, and it just sync it all together. So this is way before Adobe Premiere and all the non-linear editing systems came out. This was like before that, way before that. So that's where I learned all my stuff, and um, little by little, the, the 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 channel, the the network got bought out by Sony. Um, and then Sony got bought out by Telemundo. So, in within two years, we were owned by Telemundo, and um, they wanted to revamp the, the the channel. They didn't think that it would work. They the bilingual market was really big back then, and they saw that the majority of people watching TV, TV Spanish TV, were bilingual. So they wanted to mesh English and Spanish together. Makes sense. So they came up with Mundos, which was uh, M U N two. A, a cables a cable network of Telemundo, and um, and that's when my opportunity really blew up because um, the they 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 were inquiring on the young minds that were there. I was 21, 22 years old. I had a few other cats that were like in our age, so they started asking us questions. Well, like what's in right now? And back then, the hot import scene was huge. This is before Fast and Furious. So. All right, all right. So yeah. so that that was a a, a big thing and. Um, 
we we were, we were already involved in that. I was running my you know racing cars and getting you know flipping engines and doing Frankenstein engines with my buddies in, in their backyards and okay. we kind of knew the scene because we go out all the weekends and 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 you know check all that stuff out and we were documenting it ourselves. Wow. So we had the opportunity to show these guys, hey, look, man, we could we could come up with a show for this new channel. And it'll, it'll, it'll be a hit because this is so in right now. Mm. So my buddy had a car club called Speed Logic. And um, we came to the executive producer. Her name was Yolanda Foster. Shout, shout, shout out to Yolanda Foster out there if you hear okay. us. And she gave us the opportunity so we, to, to, to do a pilot. We, we put a pilot together within a week. We presented it to the network and they loved it. And long story short, that that show aired for two years, almost three years almost. Wow. Um, and it was the top show of the network. Ain't that something? Yeah, yeah. And and and, uh, and back then we shot, I think I remember going to Best Buy and buying a little Canon ZR25MC, I think it was the model. Wow. Mini DV tape. We'd go out there and shoot all these things and... Um, and yeah, man, that's how I really learned how to grind it out and, and 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 you know, make a story out of nothing, man. It was awesome. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, and I'm sure that they didn't see it coming. You guys didn't see it coming. But it was yeah. something that you felt was worth. It was it was content. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was content. It was it was fresh. It was you know it was it was nice. Uh, um, shout out to uh, to Zay Zay. He was the voiceover guy for the show. For okay. many years, um, and, he, and he finally got a show on himself with uh, with Joanna Gomez. They had a they had a show called Fusion on on Mundos. Okay. But yeah, everybody grew, man. Everybody grew in that that whole that that whole time that we were there uh, putting it all together, and and then then we moved into Hialeah, which is the Tyler Mundo headquarters. They wanted to close out um, the the Miramar um, office. And when when we when we went to the main studios, that's that's it, bro. That's yeah. when I was like, okay, this is heaven. This, this is, is it. it yeah. I'm in Telemundo. If I don't know how to work it, yeah. I'm gonna learn how to work oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm it gonna was... apply all these tools. Yeah, yeah man. I, that's when I really, really started learning my craft. And, dope, dope. And uh, I was still doing webmaster for the Mundos, but I was I was actually producing original content for the web. And this is like when Real Player was out. <laughs> <laughs> Real player, yeah, yeah. man. This is that, I'm like, yeah. yeah, like what is it, Real like ten frames player. per second? It was horrible. Damn. But Wait it was the beginning. Look. It was the beginning, man. <laughs> it was it was so awesome. I, I okay. love I love the journey that I've taken because I've seen I've seen the growth in the technology. Yeah. With cameras, with software, with with just the whole editing process, everything has just gone so, so massively. I mean, everybody now could edit and shoot, but back then, you know, it was, it was, it was real, man. It was, yeah. it was real. It's, and yeah, it's a, and it's, things have evolved big time. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's noticeable. It's definitely noticeable. Especially if you have something, if you, you know, if you have some basis of the time frame back then and what you, you know, what you heard or what people had to go through in order to put together the smallest thing, the slightest thing. Yeah. And then, and, and you know, the, the capability that they have nowadays, it happens. It's, it's, it's nanoseconds, but you know, the same thing you were trying to do back then, you do it now. Um, yeah, it's something else. Man. I mean, just this right now that we're doing, you know, you, you take this back 15 years. You'd have much more cables. <laughs> You'd yeah. have much bigger cameras. 
we're just shooting right now a little behind the scenes stuff. I got a little Panasonic uh, GH4 and a little GoPro that, I mean, you take that 10, 15 years back, no way. Dude. Nah, that wasn't gonna no, happen. They, no, they'd no. be actually another two or three people inside the room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This couldn't be self-automated the way it is now, controlling stuff through my my phone, my smartphone. Nice. It's nuts, man. Yeah, man. So speaking of, now we're talking about nowadays. So nowadays. So fast forward, I worked I worked my I, I worked in total eleven years okay. in, in 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 the professional environment of Telemundo. And two thousand nine hits. Ah, yes. Economic meltdown Uh of the century. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I got affected along with like 450 people, and they had to, they had to, they had to close my. I was at the at the last thing I was doing. I was doing original content for for Telemundo.com, and I I created a character in Telemundo called El Espia de Telemundo, which was like a behind the scenes guy, but the camera was actually a character. And I move, I move the camera around as if you know, I was a person. So, so for my non-Spanish speaking <coughs> people, my family out there, uh, SPI is pretty much spy in Spanish. Spy, exactly. So, it's yeah. the spy of Telemundo. There yeah. So I even came up with the, the the logo. It was like a lens with a little face on it. It was really cool. Okay. And I'd go to like the morning shows, peek through. And, the, and you know they the, the people who interact with us. I came out on TV a few times. Oh, and Espia the Telemundo's here. And, you know I'd move around like they were trying to out you. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Yo, this is the dude right here. This is the spy of the Telemundo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. So 2009 hits, and you know um, I kind of wanted it to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I kind of called upon it. Everything that has come into my life, man. I swear to God, I feel like I've been a, a like a like a wizard. Okay. Because I've manifested so many things into yeah. my life, and for two years I've been want, I was wanting to like break out of the corporate world. I loved what I did, mm-hmm. but I felt so stuck by the heads above me not being as creative as I was, controlling that that creative aspect. And dude, it was just like when they took. I got I that day I. I'm gonna say it now because whatever. I called in sick. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> I wasn't sick, but you know those days when you call in sick, don't want to go to work because it, it it's so frustrating. It ain't snitching if nobody listens. No, no. Nobody's really listening. Sorry, boy. Huh? No, ain't nobody listening to yeah, this. Yeah, that was you my know, former like, boss back then. I'm but a- I got a call. He calls me up. He's like, "Hey, uh, Raúl, I'm sorry to you know t- do this over the phone, but um, I just got notification that um, we're gonna have to let you go." And I'm like. <gasps> Really? And at the same time, I'm like, yes. And my girl's like, what's going on? Because she was confused, like yeah. sadness and happiness at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> should I be concerned? Yeah, she, she was concerned because we were about to have a kid. But uh, at the same time, I was like, yes, it's happening. Because I knew this is what I've been asking for. And mind you, I kind of had a feeling because about three months prior to, I had just went to LegalZoom.com. And okay. I'm like, yo, and I came up with my my name, Raw Productions, and I created my 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 corporation with like without even knowing, yeah, yeah, you know, saying that it was coming, but no idea that that was gonna happen, that it was gonna happen. But yeah. three months prior to that, I went ahead and did, it, and I already had my my corporation established. So, Dope. yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god, it's a blessing in disguise, man. And I knew that since I was getting let go, the way I was let go, I wasn't fired. I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. being, you know, pushed out of the company for any bad reasons. 
I knew I was getting a severance package. Hey. So hey. I got 11 year severance package. Uh, God, I don't remember how much it was. I think it was, it was over, it was over 12, maybe 11, $12,000 or something wow. like that. Okay. So, so of course, like, like the smart dude, like anybody. Yo, I was like, I gotta do this. I gotta You're do this. It. You, I'm flipping this. I took yeah. half of that. I saved the other half. Okay. I was also, um, Collecting unemployment because I was unemployed for a year. I had so I had a year insurance on a year of unemployment. I go look if this doesn't go work out, I got that time. I I got that time frame where it could work or we're not. So at the same time, my buddy got laid off, and he came up with the show. His his um, his his wife now girlfriend back then um, was a host of a show there. So we were thinking about doing like a um, lifestyle show. And that's what drove me to buy all the gear because, you know, I figured, oh, we're going to do this. You know, it's going to work out. And I went on eBay. I remember um, finding a guy that worked that lived in Chicago and he had a package deal with all this gear. It was a Sony Z1U. I'm going to throw I'm going to throw technical stuff out there, but whatever. You don't hear it. Yeah. Whatever. Somebody's going to appreciate it. Yeah. I had a Sony Z1U out and, and, you know, it was mini TV back then. It was 1080i. Um, 1080i back then. 1080i, yeah. It was, which was still but the TVs, good. I think the TVs were yeah. capable, but there wasn't a lot that was 1080i at the time. It wasn't. It was mostly transmitting. I think the 720 was the most. Right now, it's all 1080. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're trying to push 4K now, but it's too much. We're on our tech talk right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So I'm getting crazy. We're on our tech talk right now. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, I I went with it, and you know, his I think it was like six grand, um. What really got me is that, um, God, what's the guy's name from Happy Days, man? He's a director now. Winkler. Uh, Harry Winkler? Fonzarelli? Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Is Henry? Henry, Henry Winkler. Winkler. A research and development. Get on yeah, that real quick. He, yeah, get that, get that. Yeah. He, he, the guy that worked on it, he, this, you know, this thing had some history because this guy's a really good DP from Chicago. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, throughout all the conversation, he's like, yeah, I just finished doing something with Henry Winkler, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa. So I'm like, oh, this camera's gonna come with some good karma, you know, some good energy, yeah. you know? And it sure did, man. I got my stuff. Um, unfortunately, that project didn't go through. Okay. But I think that needed to be there for me to drive to get the gear. See how things work out? It's just crazy, man. So it, it didn't it didn't fall through, but it allowed me to push myself to go get the gear because I thought it was going to happen. So yeah. I initially, I just, if not, I wouldn't have gone for it. I would have I thought twice, three times, oh, six grand is too much. What yeah. am I going to do with all this gear, blah, blah, blah. But that was the intention to do that. And um, so I got the gear and my first gig was my cousin's wedding. Boom. <laughs> Carlos. Hey. Carlos. Baby steps. Okay. Yeah, oh, ZNAT Rap So Rock. Yes. Yeah, yes. shout to you. Zorak, Zorak. Zorak. That's what I'm talking about. So I, I did it. I shot his, 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 uh, I shot his wedding, and I already had experience shooting with Speed Logic, so I already know how to make a, make a story and, you know, all this stuff. So that was, that was, yeah, my first year I started shooting weddings like crazy, dude. Wow. Um, I did not enjoy it <laughs> I did not enjoy it but it paid the bill somewhat and and it got me out there and it got me exposed yeah and one of those weddings I met I met some I, I met somebody who knew somebody else who wanted to do like a commercial and that's how I started me going transitioning from transitioning from just shooting weddings to more commercial and corporate stuff that I do okay. now 
But yeah, man, it's it's been a journey. That was 2009. What, we're 2019 now? Yeah, company's been strong for 10 years. I actually Dope. still work with Telemundo throughout okay. the years. They hired, they've they hired me to do a lot of stuff like billboards and I just uh, hit them up recently. We're gonna, um, I gotta do all the paperwork so I could be an onboarding contractor for for any shoots that they need or Dope. any Dope. camera person that they need, in, you know, when they're short. So Dope. yeah, it's been great, man. Um, it's been nice. a great journey. That's excellent. I've shot over, yeah, like you said, 43,000 hours. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. And when I'm not shooting, I'm still involved. Like even today, we're shooting this podcast. It's supposed to be you audio only, something. but you know what? I gotta, I gotta tell, I gotta capture the story. Hey, though, and I'm not, I'm not the one to turn it down, man. No, this is, man. Yeah, this so, is gonna go into the history books for sure. This is yeah, gonna be man. part of the uh, the documentary once it's made about the Bruce Beats and East podcast. That's right. So dope. That's right. While we're on that, we're uh, actually gonna wrap up this segment here, but we're gonna move into the next segment. So uh, catch us on that other side. Whoa. Just like that, we're back. Mm-hmm. Bruce Beats and East podcast. Rob Productions in the house. Old Head Ed. What you got over here? You got and what we got here, this segment, this segment is starting to grow on people. This is the beer drinking segment. The Bruce portion of Bruce Beats and Eats. And what we got is we got four different beers for you to sample. Um, okay. Take a sip. You know, let it sit a little. You tell me what you think about it. Okay. Yay, nay. Uh, you know, I got to get back to this one. This like one might grow on me. Whatever your feelings are on the beer. We have some pretzel chips here just to cleanse the palate. Uh-huh. Apparently, that's something you do. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like coffee. It's like coffee at, the, at, at Ultra. Or the, or the, 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 the... I'm going to act like I know what that's okay, about. Let's stop, okay, let's stop. yeah. Let's so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it has an effect like that too. But yeah, so first off, um, we'll start your left all the way to the right. Right here. And the What's first one called? here, this is Hollywood Brewing. This oh. is uh, the locals only okay. lager. Okay. So, I uh, I like that. Yeah, you know, we're keeping it hometown mm. for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Smooth. Very light. Yeah, that's not that's not bad at all. That's actually mm. um be, uh beach. Yeah, it's beachy. It almost uh It's all, yeah, you enjoy it in the hot uh, sun. Yeah, like not corona, but slightly. Is yeah. this, is corona lager? You oh. know what? I think it is. Mm. I think it is. Mm. I think it is. And if not, hey, it's who's going to tell us we're wrong? <laughs> After a few of these, who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's uh, it's Hollywood Brewing. I, like I actually want to get out to this spot. It's it's right on the uh, Hollywood Beach there along the line. Apparently, it's 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 a pretty dope spot. So I want to get out there. But yeah, that's the Hollywood Brewing. What that's do you think? really good. Nice. I like it, yeah. yeah. It's got a little Familiar? citrus to it. Yeah, man, I love it. What okay. is... Uh, okay. The alcohol by volume, it's four point four. Okay. All right. And uh, have you ever had the philosophers? Yes, I did. The Alma Gang. It's like recently. twelve. Philo- it's like twelve. The philosophers, but it's like twelve point one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's up there. That's but like, it, that's that's like a that's got a fruitier three taste. Three philosophers, to it. I think it's called. Yeah, it's Alma Gang. Alma mm-hmm. Gang. Yeah. Alma Gang. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's good. That's fire. Dope. Dope. So I'm glad you like that mm-hmm. one. Uh, the like next that. one, the next one we're gonna sample is the uh, Florida beer. It's the uh, Key West, the Sunset Ale. It's an American style amber ale. Okay. Uh, I get down with ambers. Ambers are pretty nice. Uh, again, we know Florida. Oh wow! Big difference. Big difference. Big From jump. A jump. Yeah. yeah, big jump. Mm. This one has a little more body. 
Oh, this is gonna go great with, my, with the CBD drops I just had a few minutes ago. Uh, okay, yeah, to open <laughs> things up. <it'll... laughs> no okay. THC, guys. No THC. No, no, no. All legal. I hear you. Mm. Dope. Cool. Very so nice. That's, Very that's nice. That's a nice one too. That's the Key West. The I can't. Like, I can't leave the glass like. It's the empty. I mean, cap. Just no. I gotta finish. Hold on. <laughs> hey, listen. There's no rules here. Mm. No, it's, if you think you're just, I'm just gonna sip a little bit and move on. Oh, <laughs> I'm no, sorry. no, hey, that's what I'm talking My about. My mama told me to clear the plate always. That's it, or else no dessert. Nope. This is this is both for one. You know what I'm saying? This is this is this is a little bit of both. Man, mm. you okay. know the pretzels really does neutralize everything. Yeah, it takes everything away, starts you off uh, like a clean slate. I always thought that that was for like you to drink more at the bars. Nah, is it? Because they're really salty back in. Yeah, the, in no, the that was the that was popcorn. They usually would have popcorn ah, yes. at the bar, and that would be loaded with salt. To make you drink like, more. Yeah. Smart bastards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was strategy there. Mm-hmm. The next one we got is uh is one of my one of my personal favorites. It's a uh, Winwood Brewing's uh, La Rubia. Oh, Winwood Brewing. I've That's had it. these. Oh, uh, went to Sprung Beer Festival. It's, yeah, yeah. And I heard. they they had they had they were there and I really enjoyed their beer. We oh. gotta go to that man. Yeah. This year is we, it? We haven't happened. It's, we gotta coming, go. it's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Coming up soon. Right around the same time these. Podcasts start dropping. Yeah, yeah. We, so we gotta, so do we, gotta that. we gotta do that and, and probably take the the podcast over there. Bro, that would be dope. That I would like be that. really smart. Yeah, huh? yeah. Let's that work on that. Tight. We could we could collaborate with gear and, and make it happen. Nice, nice. Okay, so yeah, I gotta start getting some preparation mm-hmm. for that. Nice. Uh, yeah, shouts to Sprung. Um, I follow them on Instagram. Yeah, um, for sure. If you, if you know if you're Florida and you're beer, if you're Miami South, you know Dade South Florida. That's that's one of the the, the accounts you want to follow. Definitely yep. Sprung. Yep. Uh, actually, another uh, another, another uh, company you should follow is called Unbranded. Okay. And they're they're a brewing company that they're still open. They're still fixing their facilities because I just went to their um, three hundred five had a there was a three hundred five block party in Hialeah that okay. is run by JLPR. Um, and um, there's a there's a brewing company that's opening up back there. It's called Unbranded. And their facility is looking amazing. I mean, really? top-notch, state-of-the-art. It's going to be highly grown. Wow! So you know, very, very. Cool any uh, any culture. date on? Haven't I'm not it? sure. They've been they've been they've been building it for maybe a year now. Okay. But I just recently passed by, and and it looks like they're at the finishing stages. And you said this was Hialeah, right? Hialeah. Okay. Called Unbranded. Shout out to Hialeah. Yeah, Hialeah. Three hundred five in the house. Hialeah peoples out there. Mm-hmm. Um. It's funny because there's a couple of them that I have to get out there. I want to get out to uh, MIA Beer Co. and I believe that's in Doral. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one I want to get out to is Jay Wakefield. Jay Wakefield, okay. it's I believe it's in Winwood too. And what's intrigued me about that is that um, their their involvement with like hip hop culture. Mm. Uh, recently they dropped. They do a lot of cans, and recently they dropped a can which it's only built for Cuban links. Oh, nice! And the art nice. on the can is so dope. Google it if you get a chance to. The art on the can is so yeah, dope because fresh. it's it's Raekwon. That's inspiring. It's awesome to see even hip hop getting into the beer community. Yes, definitely. You know, we're all we're worldwide. Yeah, when the Jules has beers too. That's the first time I hear something like that. That's really dope. Matter of fact, I think Jay Wakefield also did a collaboration with Run the Jewels. And they did a beer together, so uh, nice. so that that already makes me a fan of uh, Jay Wakefield and uh, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm a fan of this Rubia right here. Okay, that was, that was my favorite so hey, far. Hey, listen, La Rubia is, is what it is. So are we both new to this Lucky Buddha coming up? 
This lucky Buddha, yes. It, this the bottle hasn't tricked me a couple times. I've seen people drink Can I it keep at the certain spots. It's all yours. Thank you. Sir. It's all yours. I'm, I'm a um, Buddha fan. Look at this right here. I got my shirt. Boom. I got my timing. See? That's wow. it. Official. It's official. And it wasn't even planned. Like you said, <laughs> things just happen, and it just the universe puts things in your place. That's right. So yeah, this is the lucky Buddha. This is the first time I've tried it. I guess, like I said, I've, I've been intrigued seeing people drinking. I'm like, I, right. you know, the, the the bottle got my attention. But on top of that, I was like, let me see what's up with the uh, lucky Buddha brand. So let's do it. Let's, let's do this. Let's have Sir. Look, man. Oh, wait, wait. Go Soho. You gotta watch your eyes, boy. You gotta watch your eyes, boy. Yo, let me tell you. It don't count. Hey, hey, for all of you uh, young millennials out there don't know, you gotta salute and look at the eyes, bro. Or That's else it. it don't mean shit. And you, you, gotta drink, and you gotta drink that oh, one. Shit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta drink yeah. it. Mm. Wow, first of all, the, 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 the scent is. Wow. What is that, man? I don't mm. know. Oh, that's I'm good. not sure, but it is good. It smells great. I am I am thoroughly pleased with that one. That one's wow. I've tried a um, couple of Japanese beer, you know, Kirin. Oh, it's uh, Japanese? Of course, uh, Lucky one, Buddha, right? It's got, ooh, hold on, man. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shang, 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 China. There you go. Oh, wait, wait, this China is not Japanese. Uh, yeah, so. Listen, I, here I at Bruce Beats and Eats, we're not. Nah, we, nah. We're a little geographically challenged Sorry. also. Especially but after, after that, the third round. <laughs> that doesn't mean we can't learn, though. Mm. That doesn't mean we cannot learn. Mm. It's all part of the process. Sorry about that. To all my... <laughs> yeah, Lucky Boot, I got to do some more research. But uh, definitely, research starts with tasting. <laughs> First and foremost, if you want to do any proper research, and it's all for scientific purposes. You know, we've discussed that before on the podcast. It's, you know, scientific purposes. We're doing research here, minus the lab coats, the tablet, or the uh, the, the clipboard and the, uh, the pencil. <laughs> Uh, but it's all, it's all mental. We're all recording this. All mental. So, from uh, left to right, front to back. Wow. What do you feel? Which one are you going to go back to? Definitely. Which one you... Well, know? La Rubia, I Staple. think by far, is my top one right okay. there. Okay. Okay. Second round would be Lucky. Okay. I really dug it. I like, I like the, the, the scent of it. It smells amazing. The taste is great. Going down the line, I would say... I would say Key West, and then fourth would be Hollywood. Okay. What about you? Um, excellent question. Um, like you said, La Rubia. That's I'm, I'm most familiar with that one out of the four. So that's always that's that's a staple. Yeah. Um, I could go back to that one all the time. Um, you know the Lucky Buddha. Um, from packaging to to the contents, it's all it's good. I, I like that one. That one definitely gonna put that on my list from now on. Nice. Um, Key West. It has a vibe to it, um, but I think I'll put Hollywood Brewing before that one. Okay. I can see myself, you know, walking the boardwalk, having a Hollywood Brewing, you know, coming out of Hollywood Brewing, enjoying a couple of those, uh, the Locals Only Lager. Nice. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. Nice. So they're pretty consistent, man. I'm digging I'm digging Boom. So that's it. That was the uh, the bruise portion of Bruce Beats and Eats. Nice. y'all this is bruise beats and eats the podcast and now we've reached the second segment of the bruise beats and Eats podcast this is the beat segment all right this is when we get into our guests musical choices selections and any information he might have might want to share with us um so i guess my first question is is that uh what are you listening to right now what am i listening to right now man let me tell you i have been so 
disappointed with my my genre of hip hop, man. That I'm still stuck in the '90s, brother. I am like still rocking it till like it's brand new to me, man. Hey, listen, there's no disappointment there, man. This is uh, we were all stuck in the '90s. It's the last <laughs> thing that left left us anything good. There's stuff out there now, yeah, that you could definitely compare to or people that are carrying the tor- torch, no doubt. But yeah, 90s is 90s. There's a reason why they call it the golden era. Yeah. Now that golden era um, title could kind of like shift because I'm sure kids nowadays think that this is the gold or maybe, you know, 10 years ago was the golden era for them. Right. Uh, but nah, yo, don't deny, you know, deny in 90s. I, I'm strictly 90s. Always go back to the 90s as a, as a, like a home base. Yeah, That's I rock sure. it. I rock it all day long. I, I even go back to my cassette tapes, man. With, ah. Uh, DJ Chris. Okay. You yes. Know, when, the you, pl- when you were 919. <laughs> DJ Chris. On the underground yes. radio station. DJ Classic nowadays. Yes. Yo, shouts yes. to you, DJ Classic. 777. Yo, he's on the your IM dial. He's the one that gave me bra. That's it. The power enforcer. To get you a little bit ra- closer. That's it. To the truth. <laughs> bro, we, can, we can do this. Tapes. Yep. You can't deny. You can't deny the influence. Um, DJ. Yeah. Well, now that we're on the topic, you can't deny the influence that DJ Classic, DJ Chris back then, yes. uh, had on us. Um, we were already fans of hip hop. Um, oh man, just thinking about it back now, man, just gives me goosebumps, man. Yeah. Like, bam. Yeah. For on real. video. On video. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we you know we uh we were heavily influenced. He was selling. You said tapes. He was selling tapes for seven dollars and seventy seven cents. Yes, bro. Yes, man. I was... remember the first time you caught the tape for him. I believe you had said, not verbatim. You said, hey, do you have my 23 cents change? Because you had $8. You had $8. And you pulled up. And you're like, do I mean, does that mean I get my 23 cents change back? <laughs> but, uh, I, think but, I, I think you get the change. Yeah, huh? no, I imagine. No concept. No concept. Yeah. And then, but he was doing something different because he was doing personalized Yes. Tapes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, back then, nobody, I don't, I don't remember anybody doing that. Um, he was having drops on his tapes and I don't know where he would get him but he had the best drops he had KRS he yeah. had he had all the top 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 hip hop heads yeah. giving yeah. drops on him shout outs to 77.7 the I am dial yeah. and I was like yo this made it so official man I felt like I was buying like some personalized distributed distributed like, yeah it was like, like full blown Full on production, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and this guy was doing it all from his house, man. That was yeah. very inspiring, man. To 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 get a type of con- you know to get that type of tape back in the day, yeah. you know, without having to go to Blue Note Records and picking up, you know, so and so from New yeah, York Mr. or this- C or yeah. Ron G. Yeah, or- no, this guy was official, man. Yeah, and, and yeah. man, he really opened my he really opened up our eyes to hip hop, man. No, for sure, for sure, that was definitely a moment in time. Shout out to Danny Skins. Oh, and and Skins, shouts to Skins too, Fat Skins Instagram, Fat yes. Skins, the Good Jalar. Yeah, another another. Uh, Local local legend, definitely uh-huh. around the way uh, with fat skins and whatnot. Clothing designer went on to... Now he's growing tomatoes, but it's all good. Bro, hey, listen. <laughs> we got a farm. We got a farm. It, it's, you know, if you don't know how to farm, you starve. You know Shout I mean? out to Honolulu. That's it. <laughs> yeah. For sure, man. We got to come out there, though, sometime. Don't, yeah, for sure. No joke, though. Cool. So, um, so basically, 90 stuff is still with your bucket. 90 stuff. And, you know, believe it or not, man, uh, I've, I've been shooting... Um, this event every year for the past few years called Rolling Loud, and and it's it's you know it's all it's all current hip hop, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff is rubbed off of me, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I mean, in terms of like the beats and the instrumentals, okay, I dig it, man. I dig it, but not 
not the there's book. not much that goes into the yeah. content of the song. Yeah, yeah, man. The music, what music, and in, 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 you know, instrumental wise, it's 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 there. Yeah. You know, I could definitely hear that. You know, over over some good old '90s, you know, vocals. Yeah, yeah. And but I just can't, I can't, I can't swallow the the stuff that's being spit out right it's now. It's tough. Man. It's definitely it's, tough. Mm. After a while, you start realizing, like, yo, I don't think this is taking me anywhere. Like, yeah, I could, I don't know. And then I, we, and, and again, there was stuff back then. Yeah. That was like, all right, it didn't age well. First of all, second of all, it was stuff back then. Where we were like, yo, this guy's really doing this. Like, they're trying. Nah, that's too yeah. much. You know, they're not coming with. You know, lyrics, the content. It doesn't have to be very super lyrical, but at least, you know, some content, something you can feel. Buddha blessed. Buddha, oh, this is the way we manifest it. Buddha blessed it. Boogie Buddha Buddha Monsters. Boogie Monsters. Yeah. You know? I mean, the is... Underwater album. Oh. Uh, uh, you know, these are classics. Uh, these are stuff that lives on. Like, you listen to that now and you're like, yeah, these guys knew what they were doing back then. Yo, um, it's definitely hemp in this, man. It is? <laughs> this Buddha beer no, I don't smells know. like some weed up in here, yo. <laughs> yeah. mm, I don't know. Hey, listen, um, no drug testing going on, so uh, you're good. Since we're on the topic of music, you got you got me on Rolling Loud. I had that as part of my show notes. Yeah. Um, but um, I wanted to ask, recently you posted something on IG, Trey Songs, uh, Bottoms oh Up, Behind the Scene. Oh my God, yes. Um, I totally forgot about that, man. I uh, Yeah, I shot, I shot the Trey Songs, Bottoms Up, Behind the Scenes um, interview slash it was like a nice little collage that we put together and uh i just totally forgot about that i found it on uh I, it came to mind and i and i found it on youtube and i was like oh man let me post this up again that was fun man that was really yeah. cool i love um um the director mandler i forgot anthony mandler i think his name is okay he's to done, anthony yeah mandler. he's done he's done tons of tons of uh, music videos you know, um, Rihanna videos, and and I I learned so much, man. Okay. I didn't know that you know to get those hyper speed, you know, sure. effects, they would shoot at half speed. So that was really interesting to see, you know, Trey Song singing it, you know, in half speed. It would be like yeah. they'd do all the motions like in half speed, bottoms up, but like in slow mo, really? and they would speed it up, and it would give you this. Crazy jerky effect. effect. Wow! And that was all. Oh, that was really interesting, man. Yeah, um, tricks of the trade. It was cool to meet him. He's a really cool dude. Um, um, what's this girl's name? She was on it. Um, Nicki Minaj featured was featured. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Never heard of her. No. No. <laughs> no. Tell me more. Well, yeah. So anyway. All right. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, she, she, she's cool and all, but... Uh, I have not been living under a rock. I'm aware of Nicki Minaj No, no, no. Is. She, uh, look, her... She, whatever, man. All right, let's so... Move, let's move on, So, bro. yeah, Trey Songz, Trey Songz. Trey Songz is a great guy, bro. Yo, when I think of Trey Songz, I think of... Uh, I've been, and I, I want to make sure I get this right. Um, Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. Lupe Fiasco had a song. Uh, I want to say it was off the Lasers album. Okay. And the chorus... And I can't remember the, the, the name of the song escapes me, but I remember that was one of the first times where I I heard Trey songs and I was like, oh, this is pretty dope. You know what? Now that I think about it, I think Trey songs had this work with Saigon too. On, oh yeah. Uh, on one of his earlier albums or mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's he's um he's he's gotten involved with a lot of cats in hip hop. Yeah, that's I, dope. I'm, I'm not sure what his current situation is. I, mean, I don't know if you uh, if you know. No, but... that's not somebody who I typically follow. Right, right. But um, but that's dope. I mean, but and... back then he was he was prime. I think I think I 
I think that was his prime. Oh, I'm sure, but you can't. Yeah, you can't go year. wrong with R and B. Like R and B, you always if you can sing, bro. You can sing. matter of fact. You can tell nowadays because most guys that are rapping, yeah. they're also singing or yep. they come in singing. Um, T Pain was mm-hmm. rapping, yeah. went over to singing. Um, there's another young cat now. I want to say it's Tory Lanez. Apparently he oh, sings. Yeah. He's he, good. Apparently he sings as well. He's really. He's got good. skills, mm-hmm. but apparently he sings as well. Or might have started off singing. Um, again, we don't have a fact checking department, so don't take any of this, <laughs> <laughs> any of this. As as gospel, you know uh, what I'm saying? Like you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. But um, so dope. So Trey, song. um, any other experiences recording when it comes to music? Well, I mean, I, I'll go back. I'll okay. go back to the roof. No! <laughs> I go back to the roof. Yes, right? that Joe was on the show, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe this was is on there. this is before. Was Khaled this... out there before Khaled was Khaled? Yes. yes. Okay. I met Khaled. We met Fat Joe that day. Um, yeah, this was back, uh, I would say 2000, 2001. Yeah, when I was like 21. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, there was a show on Mundos, which I used to work, uh, you know, I worked on, on, on the channel and, and there was a show called The Roof where they had a lot of hip hop. Uh, it was really hip hop infused. Uh, reggaeton was big back then. Mm. And I, um, I knew the guy, Anthony. Who, who produced the show and he would always ask you know anybody you know any talent and I was like yo I know these guys that I could invite oh and I see where you're going with yeah, this yeah yeah alright oh, alright you, you, know, you know where I'm going I might be and, familiar yeah so Ed my man Ed over here <laughs> and Ariel what's up what's who up else, who else was it um, I forgot it was uh, oh it was it was Ariel uh-huh. A.K.A. Strobe. 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 Yes. It was uh, myself, Ed, Ed Energy. Uh-huh. That was back in the day. This was back in the um, day, man. <laughs> who else? Oh, oh, Bootleg. Bootleg Smith was out there. Uh-huh. Shouts to you, Bootleg Smith. Magnum O. Magnum O, was out there. Yes, My man Magnum O, one of my her- my early influences in... Uh, That's the in, reason in, why in, I have in, a Volkswagen these days, by the way. Oh, he, yeah, he put, he put yeah, you on that. He, he had the Jetta. He, he had, had the gold Jetta. Jetta, for real. Yo, that Jetta was the dope, bomb, dope. This is all inside stuff. <laughs> Y'all just bear with us. Now we're starting to reminisce. Um, and last but not least, it was um, it was Infinite Thought. Infinite. Infinite. Okay. My man Infinite. Yeah. Uh, sweet baby Jesus, now they call him. Um, one fourth of the crew called What They Do. Mm. Do yourselves a favor. Get out there. Check out What They Do. Uh, Florida, Florida group. Dope MCs from front to back. Uh, got a chance to meet these brothers. Um, seen them perform at their um, album release party. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, definitely go out there. Subscribe to their page. Like the videos. You're going to like the video. It's all you know, down south. Uh, uh, inspired. Um, lyrical. It, it, I, can't, I can't talk enough about it. Uh, they dropped something, I think, early January. Or late January, they dropped the album. Nice EP. Uh, substance abuse. It's called substance abuse. Is what nice. they do. Check it out when you get a chance. Uh, but yeah, so we was yeah we was up there. Remember that? And yeah. that was that was a good time, man. That was, was a good time. I got you guys on. I got you on live TV, and that was that show was live, live and direct. Yeah. Well, live on tape. Live on tape. Which which but it aired it aired the same way. Which means you're not editing. Regardless. It's not edited. Yeah, it's live on tape, meaning they switch all the cameras on can on tape, and then they just air it that way. Yeah. And uh, it was great, man. Uh, DJ you, Domination. Well, DJ, DJ Domination yeah, DJ Domination was there A world class DJ And Julissa Was uh, The host The host which, yes. which later on Moved to BET 
Ah, remember her? Remember her? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she got real big. Okay. Um, she was the host of the show. And it was a great time, man. These guys are freestyling and rhyming. We freestyled. We, yeah, we freestyled. And even when back then, when I thought I was decent at it, <laughs> when you're live, you realize you're okay at it. <laughs> you got no breaks. You, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, you know, that goes on on the spot. But definitely great memories. Um, dope. I, yeah, you you threw me for a curve there. I. Uh, <laughs> but you did. But you did answer my question. It, yeah. it, it was technically you did answer my question. So that that's dope. So I'm gonna take a moment here and I'm gonna play you a song, and then I want to get your reaction off of it. Okay. All right. Can we do that? Yeah. Let's do dope. it. Dope. Rob Productions. Bruce Beats and Eats. Here we go. Mm. Puny protozoa, you're so minute you didn't know the gang has been watching you, but instead of just squashing you, I'm scooping you up out of the muck you wallowing like a chief chemist. Other scientists are following, planning to examine you on a petri dish, sticking you and fricking you just a teeny bit. I'm clever with science, but never relying on false words from cowards who forever be trying, insisting they come off. I let them get some off, then come back with drum tracks their ears could get numb off. Blockbusting, like making love, I'll never stop thrusting into your system. So just listen, I'm like a neurosurgeon Operating with a pure aversion I write prescriptions of words that fit in The dope gets prescribed as I can get live Cause it's more than a style, it's conceptual genius My effect on the scene is to project that I mean this You deadbeat, wait until you see my next feat I get respect for the rep when I speak Check the technique Check the technique Check the technique Check the technique I'm rushing you like a defensive end As I recommend that you comprehend I could stomp you in a battle, contest, or war What will occur will be the portraiture of your immature Insecure for sure, meek, weak, visions of grandeur To really awaken you, I then will be breaking you Taxing without action, extracting and snaking you Making you succumb to the drums of gangsta By far we are truly gifted ones, son But if you were to speculate or estimate us losing You'll be dying, trying to face the fate of your delusions Cause miscalculation is all your statement, so I'm chumping, punting punks just like footballs, cause I'm gonna put y'all back in the mess hall, to clean up the slop, and stop all the bull crap, your rap's crazy whack, so don't try to pull that, you're lacking the vernacular, I'm slapping you and capping you, and closing your jaw, cause you can't mess with gangsta, the guru and premiere, always dope with the blessed beats, dance your ass off, hops, check the technique, check, check the, the, the technique, check the technique, check the technique, Sayonara, arrivederci Your ass gets busted due to mustard You try to work me, you irk me Because you copy and falsify And I don't care how many step up Cause you all could try to wish and fish for a style Here's a fishing rod These rhymes are hitting hard constantly I'm getting large Inevitably, I readily kick a spree I'm lyrics so deep, so don't sleep But just keep me Putting methods on records Expanding per each millisecond 33 RPMs displays the art of men And as my rhyming builds You see my time is chill And then I look upon weak ones I'm teaching each one so they become redone Essays are relayed to twist you up like French braids Or tighter like corn braids Cause I got a strong rage Force like police rage to never be delayed I once was the least paid but I made the grade Cause this ain't a slave sale and I ain't the same stale rapper No I'm not a phony microphonist with no glass up No type of real appeal or real talent And it makes me violent man To see all of these PBB MC wannabes Making cheese cause some dumb companies have lots 
about some money but no idea of what is rock and what is dope So check out what the guru wrote Cause I will prevail, give details as I unveil Hell in a brain cell so I can stay paid well Now I'm in the driver's seat and rocking the lava beats Bouncing and booming and blasting you to the next seat She can you need with lots of kick like a cleat Check the technique Alright y'all, that was actually uh, Gangstar, yes. Check the Technique, oh my God. off the uh, Step in the Arena album, uh, an, album that, an album that I remember thoroughly, thoroughly pumping, oh. uh, I mean that was that was uh, definitely a staple, uh, it wasn't even a CD, it was a tape, it was a tape. It was that tape, man, you know when I first I think I heard it was, I, there was this one dude in high school that had, had a badass Hyundai, okay, he had a gray Hyundai with mad thump and he would pass by the school and I heard check the technique and I was like what is that yeah that was one of my first memories of that album man so since then you're like yeah I got it I gotta figure out what this is yeah and what the rest of it sounds like uh -huh. where's that coming from I think we were a year late when it first dropped I think it dropped in 91 but we started here in 92. 92 yeah I wouldn't doubt it that sounds about right I mean if we're keeping chronological order but uh yeah no definitely a classic album um I had a bunch of stuff on there. Beyond Comprehension was dope. Oh. Um, uh, what else? Uh, who's gonna take the weight? That's how actually. That's that's how I learned about it. I remember watching. I think it was Video Video Music Box. I think it might have been Video Music Box. The or box. The box. It was one of those where you call in or you it call up box. and you request a video. It was the box. And I remember um, that who's gonna take the weight? Um, crazy. What I remember from it is. It has an eerie loop in it throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? Like, am I supposed to be enjoying this? But there's something that's drawing me to it. Uh, I remember um, DJ Premier. Um, uh, I think he's on the, a white set. And a white set. And yeah. he's on a set of turntables. And if I remember, remember correctly, these turntables are suspended. Mm -hmm. From the ceiling by cables. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And he's that. on, and he's on the, you know, on the turntables, and uh, and R.I.P. Guru, uh, the wordsmith of the group, and uh, yeah, this was this was a classic to me, a classic one-two punch. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you had uh, rappers and DJs, Eric B. and Rakim. I'm sure, there was a couple, but they, I, they, ah, it came out around the same time where I was starting to develop more of a taste, or, or just branching out when it came to hip hop. And yeah, I mean, hip hop was was definitely changing then. That was when, you know, the what was it? What was that four bars? How the, many? The, I, the I, eight bars. We went from eight bar rhyming or four bar. Yeah, they would do four bars a lot. Oh, actually, you know what? The the style of rhyme I think you're talking, you're referring yeah, to, is talking, where yeah, like it just totally changed. Yeah. Like, oh wow, this is different. I mean, the same feeling I felt was when you know when Biggie dropped his first album. Okay. When, when I yeah. was like, well, this is this is this is considered hip hop, like, or is this like a new generation of hip hop? Because it's just totally totally different. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, what is this? Yeah. It was it was yeah, it was even, just and, like that with Guru. And even Nas before yeah exactly, and even Nas before then, um, it was uh, it was definitely everybody had their own. Everybody brought something different to the table back then, which is I think a reason why I um, 
I I I'm endeared to the '90s. Mm-hmm. Is everybody came up with something totally different? Yeah, yeah, tribe. With yeah, their, with their... but it was their own. But it it still held its own amongst everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody was content with making something that sounded like the last dude. Yeah, just for the sake of of selling records. Um, so and here he goes, old head Ed talking, <laughs> showing his age. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely, like everybody, everybody came up with something different. You you couldn't really compare someone to somebody else. Another thing I noticed too, since we're talking about Gangstar, DJ Premier and his production, mm-hmm. probably in the top three of a lot of people's top three list when it comes to uh, producers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I find it interesting that nowadays, back then, you heard a Premier beat and you're like. Yeah, that's premiere. Yeah, you would know. Without before you heard a cat rhyme on it, you know. You heard a Pete Rock beat, you're like, yo, that's Pete Rock. Yeah. You knew it. Daylight. Yeah. Daylight. Yeah, Prince Paul. Um it is crazy Poor how Righteous it, Teachers. Poor Righteous Teachers. What? Nowadays, nowadays, what do you hear in front of every beat before the cat raps? Mm. The tag. The producer has to tell you yeah, who, who it are, is which on the beat. Yeah. It's like would you really have to, if you had your own style? You would know it. Wouldn't you? You would have to still tell me yeah. that that's your beat. I should just recognize it. I'm like, oh, yeah. again, it times have changed. Times things have changed, things man. are different. But, but um, I mean, that, that's I also have to say that I mean, in respect to to that, I mean, we're we're coming from you know late '80s hip hop to '90s. There yeah. was a big jump there. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you, you there was a big shift. I mean, in terms of like how how. How they flowed, how you know the instruments that they used, the the, the the looping, the sampling, everything just the length changed of the rhyme. all at once. Yeah, the length of the rhyme. And I think that's what made a big jump in, in hip hop was, wow, you I mean you went from like Bismarcky to like Tribe, and you, yeah. yo, what the hell just happened? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was crazy. But, man. And so, and I mean, and at the same time, you're sitting there thinking, like, that's what I, that's what I consider. Um, an evolution. Yeah. There yeah. is an evolution. Um, again, uh, nowadays, I don't know how much is evolving. There's definitely there's definitely cats that are taking it to a next level. Right. Um, there's definitely guys that are doing something that it's like, it's it's a combination of um, what we're used to and yeah. plus with this 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 flavor, this this vibe that's new. Yeah. Um, but the dope shit is the dope shit and there's a lot of guys who are just out there just to make a couple dollars. Um, I'm hoping their careers last or I'm hoping they get into other ventures. No, and actually a lot of people are now just getting into hip hop just for the sake of opening a door. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they're, you know, they're content with maybe moving, shooting movies. Yeah. That's their main, right, their, right, their main right. aim or their goal is. That's true. That's yeah. True. So, I mean, respect to y'all. Do y'all thing. That's cool. Um, what else? And, um, what else? What else? That was, yeah, that was pretty much. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just. Any last words? I'm on in love the... with the 90s, man. Yeah. I'm in love with the 90s. And I think, uh, I think you are too. Bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're going to be in love with any era of music, make it the 90s. Then we're now at the portion of the podcast where we discuss the eats. 
eats. Save the best. Save, I was gonna say, you took the words out of my mouth. Save the best for last. This is Bruce Beats and Eats. Now we discuss eats. We knock the brews out the park. We talk beats, music, and now this is the food portion. Um, the reason why I work out. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes I get uncontrollable with the eats. Uh, uh, I get on my Fat Boy Fresh sometimes. Fat Boy Fresh in so, the house. <laughs> so for that, you know, you got to work out. But enough about me. This is about Ra. Ra, a dish. Favorite dish. Something you, you go to all the time. God, man. You know what? This is going to sound ridiculous, man. I'm a fanatic. A fanatic of pizza, bro. It's like, <laughs> hey, I could be on a diet. And that shit is like kryptonite for me, bro. I'm like, I can't, like, it just weakens me. It's just, I can't, I can't stop. It's like, and it's, it's gotta be good pizza. My favorite pizza, to be honest with you, is from South Beach. Okay. You know that corner spot we used to go to, right? What's it called? Um, damn it, bro. I can't forget the name. It's the Square Pizzas, bro. It's it not Pizza Rustica, wasn't it? No. Pizza Rustica, it is, bro. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yo, that okay. is the bomb, dude. Yo, especially at two o'clock in the morning, man. Have yeah. To have it. That adds an element. Yeah, that adds. Oh. <laughs> it's just you could have it. You could have it for breakfast. You could have it for lunch. You could have it for dinner, dude. It doesn't matter, especially cold pizza. Uh, it's okay. Okay. In my book is the bomb. So you dr- so so since you've introduced pizza into the conversation here. Um, I'm gonna throw one word at you and you tell me what you remember. Oh god. Franco's. Oh <laughs> Franco's pizza in North Miami Beach on the bend of 163rd. The yes. only bend on 163rd. That's it. Franco's pizza. Bro. Yo, let me tell you something. That Franco, was an establishment, man. I'm pretty sure he's I don't know, he's man. Not, I, I, I don't know. He, he was a good what, 60 years old back he's then? Back then. Back so, then. So I mean, shout out to Franco if you're still Franco's. if you're still in this hemisphere, man. But yo, that was the best pizza and the best experience. You know, you know what it is. The pizza is not just the the my favorite food. It's the experience with it. Yeah, it goes you know beyond, what I'm saying. It goes beyond the the just the savoring taste. It's just memories, man. I mean, Franco's Pizza was the bomb. We'd go there to. It was open what 20, 18 hours, I it's, think yeah, it is. Damn near eighteen hours. He That's was he would be up till like five or six o'clock in the morning. Open and we sh- we go pass by there after our after our sessions of uh, hip hop and uh, meet me in Miami this little corner spot in South Beach <laughs> where Ed would freestyle and no. I do the beats and all our boys would be rhyming and freestyling yes. and people would just come by and gather and create a, a create create a hemisphere of people it was just amazing and then we go out and have pizza how can I not this, that's one of the reasons why. Pizza is my favorite meal, man, because it just brings so much nostalgic memory of all the yeah. best times I've had in my, in my youth. And let me tell you, it's the craziest thing. I am not a fanatic of cheese. Bam! You beat me to it again. Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hit the but I got excited. But I, I don't again. like cheese, man. It's the weirdest thing. I'm yes. one of those weirdest cats that I can't have a cheeseburger. He's, I can't have cheese on anything. This guy knows, man. He's Every, not lying. No, man. We go to Burger King by his hood, and I, you know, and you get a cheeseburger. And that's like a like, that's like an insult to me. No like, grilled you, cheese. No. No yuck. cheese steak. But the only cheese I would eat is on pizza. Go figure it out. out. I don't know. I think it's a. Yeah, we I gotta think, donate you to science or something. Yeah, Somebody, I don't know if it's a texture thing. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's just a mozzarella only thing. Oh, you know what? The only cheese I do eat after, aside from that, is queso frito, which is like a Dominican, uh, ah, yeah. Latin, 
morning ritual that we have, you Breakfast, know, yeah, fried cheese, fried cheese with yeah. with salami. And, and I would some even eggs. say that that's close to a mozzarella stick. Too. Yeah, so I think it's more of a mozzarella thing mm. than than me eating yellow cheese or goat cheese or blue cheese. Gorgonzola, I can't stand those. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. no. But but <laughs> let me tell you, man, that pizza is the best thing on earth man see now <laughs> now granted all right so this brings me to my next question is um you already heard you already heard his passion his devotion yes his i'm talking devotion, devotion man devotion. that's when we're science by the <laughs> way one of my favorite movies in the freaking world same okay? same if you haven't seen weird science yo you're doing a disservice to yourself go catch it on uh, fast man let, Let me, me tell, tell you a story, story man. man. But let's leave it there, right, though, because right. now we're going to get into yeah, a whole... Yeah. We don't have a movie uh, segment I'm on Bruce Beats and Eats. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but... But, uh, but my question to you is, now, you heard the guy's devotion to pizza. Um, explain to me, uh, there's been times yeah. that we got together, we went out to have a meal, and I just happened to catch you at a moment where you were in the middle of a fast. <laughs> oh. Like a water-only fast. Oh. So how do you go from, from having this devotion, passion for pizza to deciding, yo, I'm just gonna fast and just gonna drink water? Yo, um, let me, let me, I don't know where to begin. I think uh, that all started, uh, I, I've been on a really big healthy tip. Um, I would say post 2011, um, you know, unfortunately, my, my mom had passed away that year. And um, I knew that the major reasons of her, her her illnesses and her issues with her health were due to her eating habits. Um, and that, that really awakened me a lot. You know, it was a tragic moment in my life, but it was also kind of a blessing in disguise to change my ways of eating and changing my ways of of just you know it was more like a lifestyle change okay you know i took i took i took um i took my health more seriously you know because yeah. i have two kids and and i didn't want to leave this this plane so so early you know yeah. i want to be there for their for their weddings i want to be there for their graduations i want to be there for all those occasions so that has really changed my ways of eating and I and throughout all the knowledge of that I have now, I've learned that fasting is super, super, super um, grateful to the body because the digestive system is is the biggest function of your body. And when you give that break to to that part of your body, all that energy and all that healing process goes elsewhere. So you could actually, if you have eczema, you could reverse your eczema by fasting. Seven to wow. ten days of just water fasting will cure your ailments of, of, of eczema. Proven. I mean, I had, I had a severe case of eczema on my left hand, and it completely went away with one, one session of fasting. Now, now um, for this, what's the mind frame? What gets you through oh. these seven to ten days? I got... Uh, for someone who finds themselves in a situation like, hey, you know what? I think I'm gonna do that. I, you know, I got eczema. It's gonna help me out. What pushes? What pushes you? And you have to have willpower. You have to have a strong mind to stop eating. Okay, it's not easy. I mean, I would say the first day is not that bad, but when you get to your third day, it's rough. It's really hard to manage it and to control it, but. 
I've I've started a few times where I, you know the second day I quit because mm. I my just I wasn't mentally strong enough to do yeah. it. And there's many many occasions like that. But I mean, for me to go seven ten days water only, it's 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 a lot of mental power, and it's a lot of commitment. Um, you know, for yourself and and just knowing that at the end of it, you're doing your body such a good favor because. This is not. This is nothing new. This was what's done back in the days. I'm talking about BC times, when when um, uh, what's the father? Godfather of medicine, man. I forgot. Hit. hit. Mm. You got me. You got me too. Um, but it, it it was done back in the day when you had ailments and issues. You know, they would tell you stop eating for a few days, just drink water only, and it's in a lot of religious. Um, Text. You know, texts and a lot of things. It works, guys. Okay, it's it's it. Right now, I'm still I'm still doing it. I intermittent fast daily. I don't eat in the morning. My first meal is around 12, 1 o'clock. So my time to eat is from twelve to eight. I so I eat eight hours of the day, and the rest I fast. And that's how I've been able to lose all my belly gut, which is the most dangerous part. You know, you, you most stubborn you, part as yeah. well. Yeah. You, you carry that, and that's where most of your diseases stem from, from your belly gut. And um, I had a plateau for years that I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't let that go. It was just, yeah. I was like, damn, I can't let go of this fat. And uh, the intermittent fasting has shrunk, in that, shrunk in it down tremendously. And you leveled up. Yeah, I leveled up. Yeah. Right now, I'm at uh, 203 pounds. My, my, the heaviest I've ever been was 326. Wow. And that was back about close to nine years ago Man. so so yeah i owe a lot, I owe oh, a lot to intermittent fasting and, and juice fasting is great that works, too that works it's that works. it's great man i mean it's i love eating but you know i love taking a break too yeah hey um that's that's really dope um i, I congratulate you for the accomplishment thank you. Thank you. as long as everything else um uh, you know ultimately um I've, I've never done it and i think that there's a, a fortitude, a will, like you said, willpower. Yeah. You got to be on another level to be able to accomplish that, and accomplishing that is a task. Yeah. Um, that's that that alone is a round of applause. Um, ultimately, um, that worked for you. That's great. Anybody else who's on that same vibe, you, you hear somebody or looking into getting something like that, into mm -hmm. something like that, you got that uh, firsthand, uh, firsthand account. Um, so uh, let's move on to desserts. Ooh. Uncle May. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna eat now. Nah, nah. Okay. Your dessert. What's your favorite dessert? Man? Oh, okay, okay. We got dessert. pizza covered. Ooh, dessert, man. That's a wide one, man. Because I, I mean, I imagine if you're gonna fast, if you're gonna watch what you eat, you're gonna be real selective. Oh, I got one. I you're got gonna be one. real selective as to what you spend. Oh yeah, and I'm, you know, yeah, I'll be selective. But there's this Dominican uh, dish that I cannot say no to, man. Uh oh. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, pero es verdad. And this is the weird one, man. I ask, I tell people all this all the time. <laughs> How the hell going. can you make a dessert out of freaking beans? Sweet beans. Hey, no, beans? not even sweet, sweet beans. No, no yes, it's it's, it's 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 red bean. Yo, it's called habichuela con dulce. Yo, 
Beans and I don't know how you pronounce it, the translation, but it's beans, dude. No, actually, I think somebody uh, I don't know if it's Goya or who you could find a can that says sweet beans on it, and you turn it around. It might be Goya, and it has a recipe or, to or make Iberia. It. And no, and you flip the can around on the other side, and it says habichuela con dulce on the back. What? Of that. Yo, yeah. that is the a most amazing dish you could ever try. It's made out of beans. It's, I don't know what the process is, but my aunt makes it my mom used to make it it's amazing and they throw these little freaking crack these little yeah, cookies like on oyster, top they're, these little they're, oyster cookies but that, yeah, not, crackers. yeah oh my god yo the bomb i mean Bro, once in a while you might find a piece of uh yaltiza, yaltiza. <laughs> it's like you might you, yeah you like might some, find a chunk of like a i, I don't even like know a how spanish root i don't know what it's the hell. Spa- yeah, i don't it's, know it's it's weird it's it's interesting but hey if you try you're like what am i <laughs> eating this is amazing yeah, that, that that would have to say my favorite dish, and then arroz con leche is fucking the bomb too. Yeah, you that can't is, go you wrong know, with arroz con rice leche. pudding, Dominican style is. Whew, yeah, fuego. It's definitely something that you will seriously consider uh, navigating away from a healthy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> a healthy meal plan just to get into. So, bro, so just to wrap this up. Yeah. So we definitely pizza. Yeah, pizza is my number one All staple, right? man. Fasting is something that you've applied and you've made work. Yes. So, yes, congrats. Yes, yes. And ultimately, Abichuela con dulce. His Dominican just showed What? Abichuela con dulce. Uh. I mean, hey, if you, if you have a Dominican friend, <laughs> yo, ask him about that Abichuela con dulce. He might be able to bring you a little Tupperware next time. It's, don't they do that for usually for like right before Easter or there's like a holiday? Yeah, that, man. Oh, no, no. It's for, um,. Good Friday. Good Friday. Good Friday. Yes. Since you ain't, you're not on some meats. Mm. You're not on some the meat. Some canelas in there. Mm, Jesus. Bro, yeah, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Get a Dominican friend. Ask him about habichuelas con dulce, and then come back and talk to me. Get the sabe. And there it is, the Bruise Beats and Eats podcast. I'd like to thank my guest Raul with Raw Productions for taking the time and sitting down with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Shouts to Solar System Studios. Follow me on IG at Bruise Beats, the letter N, Eats. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Shouts to the Anchor app. The best way to listen to the podcast is on the Anchor app. You'll get episodes first and bonus content. Make sure you favorite, subscribe, comment, and rate. Once again, I'm Old Head Ed, signing out. Peace.